Hi, folks. Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GM-less tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLCast and at FTLCast.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FTLCast. Today we're playing Karma by Gareth H. Graham. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Karma is a narrative story creation game about people surviving in difficult circumstances where the goal is to tell and partake in amazing stories with your friends. It is part theater, part storytelling, and part role-playing game. Unlike traditional role-playing games, Karma focuses on collaborative storytelling rather than having one player function as the game master. In Karma, everyone will contribute equally to the telling of the story by acting out scenes and role-playing them with the other players. There is no winner or loser in Karma. The prize is an amazing dramatic story that you and your friends will remember for a long time to come. I'm Dora, and you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and my pronouns are they, them. Playing with me today, we have... Hi, I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at LittleLadyMab. I sure did almost say FTL <laughs> Brand strong. Brand so strong. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> Twitter, Tumblr, Little Lady Mab. Cool. Yeah. Uh, great. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. And I'm Jade. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose, still using they, them pronouns. You could find me on Tumblr if you wanted to it. But, you know, it's it's the dash Oxford dash English dash fan geek. It's a mouthful. But you can come find me there. There's a lot of Magnus archives. That's why I've changed everything to match to be at Little Lady Mab, because it just has no underscores and no dashes. Well, we and can't I all be that organized. <laughs> I, I don't want anyone to find me on Tumblr because of all of, the, all of the homestuck... Uh, artifacts that are still around my Tumblr. Nobody find me. Mm-hmm. Um, our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get started! Right. So, um, Karma 
as you may know if you've uh, listened to the other couple of times we've played it, uh, comes with a bunch of different play sets uh, to help you kind of describe your um, <clears throat> describe your uh, setting and character relationships and stuff. Um, we've kind of tweaked uh, the playset that we're using. Um, we are returning to our spooky ghost hunter crew uh, from episode eight and uh, also from the lightning kissed special. And the playset play we're using, we're calling the Cold Winds of Change because the original playset title kind of had some undertones of like white colonialism and stuff in it. Um, and we've made a couple of other adjustments to it, but the blurb is, uh, they're calling it the storm of the century, at least the worst snowstorm that London has experienced in over a hundred years. Everyone has been ordered to stay indoors. In your case, indoors just happens to be the V&A Museum, a rather lonely place to spend the next few days, you would think, but you are not alone. A small group has gathered in the art library. The place looks eerily beautiful in the candlelight ever since the power went out a few days ago. But most disquieting are the noises, and not all of them are from the outside. Um, I do want to do a quick note at the top. Uh... I don't know what the uh, climate is going to look like when these episodes are being released. Right now, we're all kind of stuck inside because of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. We're not really going to touch on that too much. Uh, this is more of kind of like a horror movie style being trapped inside. Um, so we're not really going to go there, but I just wanted to acknowledge what's going on at least at the time of recording i don't remember i think we intro character yeah do we want to intro characters then we can do the world building questions or yeah, do we want to do think... the world building questions then intro our characters uh i think for the last time y'all played karma uh you introed the characters first and i think that's what we did the first time, although it's been a little bit since I listened to the Spooky Karma episodes, but... Okay, then characters and relationships mm -hmm. first, then well-building, then individual questions, or character questions. Yes. Alrighty. Since we're we're revisiting these characters, rather than using the, the character archetypes from the playset, we're kind of uh, transferring them over from our first game. Uh, so I am playing uh, Dr. Marius Favors, who is the historian, um, and they use they-them pronouns. Uh, their description is, uh, long hair, always in a braid, short, willowy, early 30s, uh, long sleeves and turtlenecks in neutral colors no matter the weather. Uh, they worked very hard for their history-slash-folklore degree, uh, also very into the occult, but from the perspective of an academic. Uh, their virtue is measured, and their vice is selfish. Their relationship with Davy is respectful, and with Kari is lustful. All right, so I'll be playing Davy Jane, who is the host, and we're full on our bullshit because we're just calling it What the Ghost. <laughs> uh, it's What the Ghost Meets Go Hunt, Ghost Hunt UK, but not in the UK, but, you know, a YouTube series. Just don't. I mean, yeah, come at us. It's fine. <laughs> um, talk to us about the Magnus Archives. Um, his description, uh, the face claim that I've been using is Reese King. 
He is uh, and a black guy in his early 20s with a super charming smile and bright eyes, close cut curly hair, always very well dressed and has very simple jewelry. His virtue is generous and his vice is boastful. I keep wanting to put a T in vice. Relationships uh, with Kari, it is respectful. With Marius, it is friendly. Okay. And uh, as you may have gathered, I'm going to be playing mine, yours, apparently a number of people's favorite yeah. mom friend. I feel like I did the world and myself right by this. Kari Valon, camera person and audio engineer of What the Ghost uh, uses he, they pronouns description he's also in his early 30s five six brown skin long eyelashes and an easy smile uh, with dark hair styled with a tight fade on the sides with longer curling hair curling on the top i maintain that uh he has the build of somebody that enjoys a burger but has really nice arms however tragically given the context of this place that we may not be seeing the arms very much i am God, sorry but it is also an audio medium <laughs> so <laughs> Um, but, uh, with this colder weather, wearing jeans, boots, uh, trademark bomber jacket over us, uh, something like a light sweater with a bright hand knitted scarf slash shawl. There's a lot of fabric going on here in like sort of a raspberry pink sort of color and statement earrings. Uh, his virtue is kind, his vice is stubborn. And for relationships with Marius, I've got lustful slash loving. And for Davy Jane, friendly slash nurturing. I love you too, Mom. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Basically. All right. So, uh, world building questions. I didn't just knock my mic. Wait, did we say we were doing the world building questions and the character questions? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, good. Uh, so, we'll go around the table um, until all questions are answered. So, starting with Dora. Uh, how cold is it inside the museum and how are we combating this if need be? Um, I think especially because like it looks like there's some I've never been to the VNA myself, but based on the map that you so generously linked uh earlier, it looks like there are a bunch of like atriums and wide open spaces. So it's probably pretty cold. Mm hmm So I think shoot, I mean I don't think that we've got any like space heaters or anything really available it's yeah it's implied that there's no pat there's no power yeah so any i'm not sure if it's uh, i mean it's an old building so the central heating system might be operational still because that will be like gas fired and stuff i don't know i didn't think to look that part up so there probably aren't space heaters no yeah, so maybe, you know, if it is an older bu building, maybe there's there's like a, a furnace that we can huddle around periodically. Mm -hmm. But, uh... I, oh my I god, like, we get to huddle for body warmth. Yeah, I, feel I like was about also, to say that. All it's right, big writers. It's, it's such a big building, so I feel like all the doors we can close have been closed to keep, yeah. like, to, uh, and like trying to move around as little as possible, like, from room to room. So, I mean, this is also the UK, so it's not stupidly cold. Um, even when we got hit with the Beast from the East a couple of years ago, like, it didn't get much below, like, minus five Celsius. So, 
I mean, I've had a couple of colder days down in the southeast, but I live fairly near London. And what with it being such a crowded urban space, like it doesn't get as cold as certain other places. So cool. 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 Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next question is what strange anomaly is preventing internet access? I mean, <laughs> the power's out. That's not really a strange anomaly. Um, but and, like mobile phone signals, I suppose, and Wi-Fi. Yeah, I would. I would think. Well, I mean, the the Wi-Fi router of, for the building is probably mm. down. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we would still have the the mobile signals, but even then, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know if I want to call it a strange anomaly, other than the power mm. is out and we can't access the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm checking something. It does say the power and not the lights. Okay, so yeah, I mean, because the weather weather can mess with like 4G as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would I would imagine so. Um, not to but. mention the fact that you know we didn't come here on like official ghost hunting business. Mm. It's implied by the the playset that we've been here a few days already so like we didn't have our spare battery packs or anything like that our phones could also just be dead Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean we we talked about a bit before recording is that kari will have spare battery packs just on him always um and i think Davy and kari are both the kind of people that's just like well an opportunity will arise at any moment uh, because Davy is a YouTube star, um, <laughs> so definitely can't can't get any live stream of this. But <clears throat> you know, yeah. also now is the time to say I was born and raised in Southern California. I do not know what a winter storm is, except for maybe three days of rain. <laughs> 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 So this is all very new to me. <laughs> what? Snow? Oh, yeah, snow and freezing rain and winds and that yeah. kind of weird oppressive lighting. It's one of those things where we I always really like it the way the lighting goes when it's been heavy snowfall cuz it like bounces between snow clouds and the snow on the ground you get that weird diffused light especially if there's um still street lamps going and it's weird and I love it and it doesn't happen very often here though people that live in snowier places will know what I'm talking about but it's dope. i tell you what might be the interesting thing is if sometimes we do intermittently get spikes of 4G and like so periodically stuff seems to come through mm-hmm. that then becomes weird. So can Can things come in but we can't send anything out? Yeah I hate when that happens. That's great. Like on Discord, where your signal's gone, so you can't, nobody can hear you, but you can still hear everybody else. Yep. I hate that <laughs> so much. All right. Um, the next question What is the latest display causing a buzz at the museum? And this is where we continue to be on our Magnus Archives <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> uh, we've decided that there is a display about the works of noted architect Robert Smirk. So I don't know much about the actual historical Robert Smirk, uh, other than the fact that he is a real dude um, <laughs> and designed a bunch of noteworthy buildings here in the UK. 
So, oh, I thought he was made up. Mm-mm. Dang. So, nearly every historical figure that's popped up that sound on the Magnus archives is a real person. Huh. Yeah, Johnny said that he likes, and he also picks real places. I uh, oh, see. And then, like in a very uncannily very familiar sort of way he's like i go on to google earth and i get very very close (laughs) right uh this is amusing considering we changed the museum he designed the royal mint covent garden theater lansdowne house the london ophthalmic hospital the general post office the british museum the inner temple the former royal college of physicians lancaster house somerset house carlton house the oxford and cambridge club number 12 belgrave square a number of churches in london within in there and then more bunch of castles he was busy this was a very busy gentleman dang so Whitehaven Fish Market. Oh my God, there's so many. I'm just scrolling, and then oh my God, oh Maidstone Jail. That's near me. Oh dang. Yeah, I'm wondering if one of these is actually Milgate Prison. Mm. Anyway, let's stop thinking about the Magnus Archives. Regardless, um, he's an English this. architect, one of the leaders of the Greek Revival architecture, um, and is noted for being one of the kings of the British Museum. He is also the pioneer of the use of concrete foundations. Hmm. So, but yes. Uh, so that's what the display is that's causing a buzz. I'm really amused by the thought of the V&A, which, to be fair, is a museum focused on like art and uh, creatives and technology. But it's the V&A museum having a, a display about Robert Smirk, who designed the British Museum. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me very happy. Next is, when did the noises start? Um, I think maybe the noises started the night the power went out. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am. I saw you. (laughs) I corrected it. Leave me alone. For... For the listeners at home, uh, somebody who shall not be named misspelled Robert with a zero. Uh-huh. <laughs> After putting it in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> so we have memorialized this forever in the doc. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> okay, so I just want to clarify while we're answering that question. The lights went out a few, the power went out a few days ago. I assume that maybe that was, we'd only been in here, what, a day or so before that? Yeah. So what do we want to say that this is day five that we've been in here? Because I don't think this is one of the questions, but might be useful for us to establish. Yeah. Day five sounds good to me. Oh my God, Davey's so bored. <laughs> um, okay. What do they sound like? Um, I mean, so one... Of the things, uh, like uh, a video that I was watching on YouTube, and it's the the sound that ice makes when it's like large lakes are frozen over and it cracks Mm. and hums. I do kind of like the sound of that just kind of like echoing through the different chambers. Like, obviously, the building itself isn't frozen, uh, isn't a frozen lake um, and isn't frozen over in that way. But I do like the sound of it just kind of echoing from all of those vast and chamberous rooms um in addition to just 
a distinct absence of sound from the snow muffling it all outside. So it's a very insulated sort of weird effect where it's like everything does feel muffled, but then you get like those really cavernous echoey cracks and hums of ice. Yeah, I was just thinking, I remembering when Lake, I think this was during the Polar Vortex, where there were those rad pictures of um, Lake Michigan, mm. where the ice shards started, where it was freezing and breaking under the movement of the ice where it wasn't mm-hmm. frozen. Yeah. And yeah, I might, that must have been a trip to listen to, but when it was all looking like that. So yeah, cool shit. Uh, the next question is what part of the mute? Oh, no, wait, there's another question. Somebody else gets to answer the question about the museum. Please consult your map. Um, so what is the smell that every now and then assaults your senses? Hmm. I mean, it's tried and tested. I like ozone, but I don't know whether that fits here. Um, hmm. The other thing I was thinking of, if there is if there is renovations currently going on, that wouldn't be weird to smell either. What if it's like the sea like a really sort of potent sort of salty sharp that kind of prop and almost seaweedy smell Mm. let me be clear the river thames smells nothing like that um (laughs) river thames is gross (laughs) um but yeah like that sort of seasidey smell and maybe part of why that's notable for us is obviously we were at that cliffside house so which is yeah obviously but being in central london we should not be able to smell the sea yep the smell of brine Mm. the next question is uh which section of the museum is currently being renovated and i'm looking at the map it could be something on the because we we the thing that we've currently said that we're hanging out on is on the second floor. This is a big museum. If you're ever in London, do go to the V and A. It is free. Um, you can just do a donation. So, but they have like the lecture theaters in there, or it could be like one of the display rooms on the lower floor. Huh? There's a politics. There's mm-hmm. a uh, exhibition. Uh, cars accelerating the modern world on floor negative one. I'm assuming floor negative one is like a basement level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. What if it's like the one of the main stairwells is being yeah. renovated? Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Looking looking at the map, I'm seeing if there's one of these staircases that literally like goes all the way up. Um, mm, the, no. It looks like uh, two at the Cromwell Road entrance go to 0123. Oh, yeah. Um, and then near the tunnel entrance, there's one that goes to 0123 M and 4. Okay. Wherever M is. Yeah. I will say, if I'm remembering it correctly, the one on the ground floor, which looks pretty big by the sculpture 1300 to 1600 next to the Japan room Mm -hmm. on the corner of the garden, that's a really nice staircase. So, like we're doing work there. Yeah, I like that a lot. And that, because that would in theory be the, the staircase, it's the one right next to the library as well. Mm-hmm. 
So we have to like go past where it's sealed off for renovation to one of the other staircases. Sounds good. Oh, that is really good looking at the map because that means we have to go all the way along back towards the Sackler Courtyard to get downstairs. Cool, cool. I don't know. I don't want to think about politics right now. <laughs> I don't want to think about world events right now. <laughs> well, it's an, it's an alternative universe, to I be know. fair. What is happening in this alternative universe? Could be like a sporting event or like a conference about something, a summit. I mean, it could be like a climate change summit, which is amusing given a big storm's (laughs) just blown up. We could make it even worse and say it's the Olympics, the Tokyo Olympics. Listen, like, mm, they were having uh, Olympics qualifiers, or they were supposed to, up in Oregon. So when we were supposed to go up for my sister's graduation, everything was booked because everyone was going to be there qualifying for the Olympics track and field. Hmm. Um, I mean, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Do we want, do we want to do, I don't know. What if there's been an an election or something? Because given it's the cold winds of change. Yeah. And you guys do love your elections. (laughs) 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 i say it because i love you (laughs) oh i think i spiked out my audio on doing that laugh (laughs) humorless laughing zachary i am very sorry uh yeah let's go ahead uh election elections make sense i guess i was about to say wishful thinking maybe a royal member of the royal family could have died Mm. (laughs) you're like fingers crossed fingers crossed (laughs) here is hoping listen oh how about a royal wedding everyone's always really excited about royal weddings you can tell you can you can tell my stance on the royals can't you (laughs) i like Mm -hmm. everyone's excited (laughs) (laughs) that could but that's actually hilarious like the upcoming royal wedding yeah okay i think that would keep davy entertained also Davy would totally be like into it. Mm-hmm. Um, is it my turn? Yes, it's, it is me, isn't it? Yeah. Um, how long can you survive in the museum? Well, there's a bunch of cafes in the VA, so I think food is not really an option. And we've still got like water. So we could probably be okay here for a little while for the weather to blow over. Like, we might be getting to the point where we maybe need to start thinking about food because obviously there's only so much fresh stuff that they can have. Given you know that it's a canteen, we've got no way to cook stuff that might be in freezers. Can't make coffee or tea. Oh no! God! Oh no! no. I mean, they might have like bottled cold like coffee, like frappuccino kind of vibes. Right? But, yeah. yeah, but I hate it. That, that was an in-character, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking how long, about that. I was like, oh no, long, they can't yeah. have chamomile tea. They can't have any tea. Well, so we could survive a while, but is it life worth living if you can't have tea? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put uh, another few days at least with the food in the cafe. Yeah. <clears throat> Hmm. 
Say what? Oh. Dora. It's me. Um, it's a you. <laughs> um, what sights have you witnessed from the windows of the museum? Um, I think maybe one of the most striking things is just like London blanketed in snow with no other lights. Mm. Like we can even be completely on our bullshit and say it's been a full moon recently. And so it's like you've just got the moonlight glittering on the snow and there's nothing else. Mm -hmm. I like that. When the snow gets bad, have we occasionally seen what looks like figures moving through? But when the it dies down, there's never any trace. Yes. I, yes, definitely. Like shadows in the snow. Mab's getting all the technical questions. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are the generators not working? I don't know. I mean, they might what? have for like the first like uh, first two days, and then probably kicked out. Well, um, maybe that's the thing. We can't. Maybe we can't figure it out. Yeah. Like I really. It's like there's no reason why they shouldn't be working. Uh, and then they're just not. And it's just like, well, you know, they've been tested recently because they knew a storm was going to be coming. So like, oh, we should make sure that this is good just in case. Uh, probably. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's literally just like, that is the question. Why aren't they working? Mm. I like that. Like, we haven't been able to figure it out. Because for all intents and purposes, they should be. Um, why was the library chosen as the place to gather? Um, well, one, there's plenty of stuff to read in there. <laughs> um, I also think it's because of all the bookcases, it's actually one of the marginally warmer rooms. Um, just because of the nature, the layout of the space. And there's like at least places to comfortably sit. So I think it's a combination of warmth, uh, entertainment, um, and there's, um, yeah, and places to sit. It's like a mix of, it's the most comfortable space I think we could think to make. Though I am amused that once again, this group has found themselves as a, in a library as the center of where things are going on, which I did not think when I suggested it. So uh, the influence of Mr. Hindley lives on. <laughs> not like that was my name in our server for an entire season or anything. Yeah. <laughs> are there any rumors about the museum? Does everyone know them? Hmm. Since this is alternate universe, we can totally make shit up. Oh, yeah. What? That's what that means? <laughs> Although, I don't know, like, part of me wants to, like, put on my, my Marius voice and be like, of course there are rumors about the museum being haunted. There's always rumors about a haunted artifact or painting or piece of glass. So, yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, everybody thinks something in the museum's haunted. What of it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like 5,000 years of history of art and technology here. Of course, there's some haunted items. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And last question. Who among you is seen as the natural leader? Um, oh, I mean, it kind of varies. I think Davy definitely does always look to Marius and Kari for various reasons, you know, 
Marius has a very level head, you know, Marius voice. There's always rumors. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and Kari is just team mom and is always, that's always very reassuring to have. Um, so I think, you know, and, and Davy himself is very like, hey, yeah, let's be friends and get along, like puts everyone in their get along shirt. Um, <laughs> so I think all three of them just kind of have their own strengths as being a natural sort of leader in this case. We we share one leadership brain cell between the three of <laughs> us. Yep. <laughs> and I would say probably more often than not, Kari has it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the most sensible. Like Jade said, oh, good, the lesbian's here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it definitely looks like they have kind of like booth things in here for sitting in and stuff. So, you know, this definitely feels like a decent place to sleep where you're not like at risk of damaging priceless furniture. That too, yeah. Just move all Just the like, chairs out of the way and sleep under the desks. Yeah, you can't sleep in the exhibits. I don't care if there's comfy looking stuff there. Yeah, get the vibe that there's like padded yeah. seats there and stuff. Alrighty, so that's all of the world building questions. Yep. So now we have the character questions. Um, do we want to do what we've done before, which is read the question and then everybody give their answers to it and then yeah. move? All right. Uh, so question number one, what is the most important thing that the storm is preventing you from doing? Uh, and, uh, my answer is technically the storm is an inconvenience. I'm here to assist my colleague, Dr. Dahlia Black, uh, who uses she, her pronouns with research, which I can do while we're here. It is just mildly impeded by the current events. Uh, for me, admittedly, the storm is the perfect ambiance, but I don't have a lot of the best recording equipment with me. So it's just kind of, well... Can't get the best shots. We can at least get a few. And for me, uh, nothing important, really. Just more of what we'd been doing and um, a meeting about a possible location shoot. The second question, uh, what were you doing? Uh, where were you, sorry, in the days leading up to the storm? Here, mostly. Davy and Kari insisted I accompany them on an excursion to a tourist spot, but I didn't come to London for leisure. I came here to do a job. We've been scouting locations for potential shoots and episodes and doing touristy things, sometimes both at the same time. Yeah, out and about in London, mostly. Some research about places that might make for a good episode of the show, a little location scouting, a little of the tourist thing. I was hoping we might be able to convince Marius to come with us, but they've been pretty focused on their work, like mm. always. <laughs> uh, do you think you should sit tight or actively see seek a way out? Why? I believe it is prudent to stay put, even aside from the fact that I'm here to assist Dr. Black. The storm is clearly very unusual, which means the local municipality is unprepared to handle it. Going out into it would be foolish. Oh, Marius, I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably better off just waiting for someone to come and get us out of here. But will passively looking for a way out count? Mm. We might as well sit as we might as well as sit tight. There's food here, and if we go outside, or if we got outside, there's just more snow to contend with. At least in here, things seem pretty safe. 
Why does the display always look ever so slightly different every time you look at it? Are you imagining it? There are stories about the architecture of Robert Smirk having a strange quality to them, but I'm not sure how much credence to lend to them. It could as easily be the lighting as something supernatural. Does it? Of- uh, what? what was you that go. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, the amount of derision that Marius can put onto the word supernatural, having directly experienced <laughs> the supernatural, <laughs> is hilarious to me. Nope, sounds fake. I mean, no, it's not that they think it sounds fake. It's just like the whole, we're in a museum where everybody thinks everything is haunted, so. No, I'm sorry. Marius is up there with season one Jonathan Sims. <laughs> it's just like, true. well, that's clearly ridiculous. There's a perfectly logical explanation for why that corpse was covered in spider webs. Anyway, that bug woman is here again. <laughs> <laughs> Marius would think that Johnny Jonathan Sims is a completely insufferable prat, though. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> they see themselves too much and they go, no, not today. <laughs> Bitches be like, I'm fine, and then projects as the alchemist. <laughs> I would like to say, given all evidence of their type up until this point, Kari would love Jonathan Sam. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Kari has a type. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Kari, yeah, I'm not going to start getting into the various characters of the Magnus Archives because we all know what Kari is like and Kari loves people. (laughs) All right. Uh, does it? I'm pretty sure it's just the lighting. But like I said, perfect ambiance. See, I swear every time I look at the models, there's little changes. Extra wings, more windows. That building seems shorter. I'd like to think I'm imagining it, but, well, stranger things have happened. Looks into the camera like he's on the office. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, who do you miss the most? Uh, I don't want to say anything aloud, but I've honestly missed Kari. It seems like our work has been getting in the way of our interactions, especially lately. To a lesser extent, I've missed having Davy around. As much as his bombastic nature can be difficult to handle, I admit that his optimism does bleed through a little. And I'm a little disappointed that Annabelle had to remain stateside. While Dr. Black's intellect is also formidable, I don't find her banter quite as engaging. Oh, Marius, I'm going to give you a hug. Oh. Oh. Um, my favorite people are all here, though I guess it is a little difficult to keep texting home, but, you know, also battery 4G kind of going. It makes holding up conversations a little hard. Annabelle's back home, and while us being apart for work is pretty normal, being in a whole other country and the time difference, it's a lot. And with the snowstorm, I can't even call her to check in, and it sucks. Davy's been great company, though, more so than usual. Marius, it seems the more we want to spend time together, the more stuff seems to get in the way. I get to see them enough, but it feels like there's so much space between us, and I miss them. Aww. We're all going to wear a get-along shirt just so we can mm. sit together and be friends mm. and hug. Yeah, I want to make it clear, uh, in case it doesn't come up, that the scarf slash shawl that Kari is making was knitted by Annabelle. Oh, good. So it is slightly lumpy and misshapen and very Aww. colorful. 
I checked with Kales about this. <laughs> they signed <laughs> off. Um, all right. So that's all of our questions. Did we want a quick bio before we get into scenes? How yeah, I was going to suggest that. Okay. Back at 20 past? Yeah. All righty. Okay, sure. All right. So uh, we start with our opening scenes. Um, no complication roles in the opening scenes, just like seeing what everybody's up to. Um, so I remember uh, the last time we played in the Spooky Karma universe, uh, we kind of used the opening scenes to show how we all got here. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to take that route with uh, Marius's opening scene, and it's just going to be kind of a montage of them like coming into the VNA before the snor- the the snorm storm <laughs> before snorm <laughs> sta- snail storm oh um, god <laughs> <laughs> oh um before we get to just for the sake of clarity we talked about this before we started recording and we think this is about a year after the events at Hindley Manor is mm-hmm. what we said just so people have an idea of uh time frame and this is maybe sort of six months after the lightning kissed game yeah so. hold on how long has it been since we recorded session eight i i, I looked two it years. up and i couldn't find it has it been two years um well oh, it was a july last... recording the first time yeah it was released in 20 20- oh my god it was released in 2018 <laughs> Oh my goodness! Have Who we really been we doing this? <laughs> time is like, not fake. I know we've been oh. doing it for a long time, but like, wow, dang. Um, but yeah, so a year since Hindley Manor. It's about six months uh, since Lightning Kissed. Sorry, please, now Dora, carry on. Oh, you're fine. Um, so I think it's it's a montage of like, you know, Marius. Uh, First stepping into the VNA and uh meeting uh Dr. Black, who uh is because I have a type, she's a very tall woman. Um she probably has I don't wanna say she's a redhead. I feel like that's too stereotypical of me. So we're gonna say like maybe she has uh dark brown, almost black hair, uh glasses, and she uh uh, shakes Marius's hand, and then the next scene is them working in her office, and then the next scene is uh, maybe uh, Marius waiting impatiently uh, for Davy and Kari to arrive for like their behind the scenes tour of <laughs> the VNA that uh, Doctor Black is going to give them. I think Davy's opening scene is. Just a little bit, I think, um, well, I guess it depends. Are we going, like, do we want to go in chronological order for these, Jade, or what? It can do. Or it's just like giving a, it's like snapshots, isn't it, of how we got to where we currently are. So Yeah. How about so it? I, yeah, well, it, I think it's a lot of um, just Davy being a tourist then. Uh, and Cute. Uh, yes, he is. I love him. My son. Mm-hmm. My son boy child. And, um, you know, they, uh, him and Kari looking at like different locations and, um, also doing some, some research on those locations. You know, maybe once every so often they'll stop by the museum. So 
Kari can bring Marius lunch. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> and um, doing research on uh, the different sites. They're like, hey, let's just hang out here and read for the afternoon type of thing. And then they end up getting stuck in there. But uh, Davy's in Davy's case, um, also just like a shot of him sitting probably hunched over a desk and like just poking at his phone. Just kind of like, you know, doing the whole turns on the screen, watches it until it fades to black, pushes the button again until it lights up, watches it until it fades to black, and just kind of doing that for a few minutes. Just often, kind of always like in the background of shots in between things. Um, with Kari, I think it's seeing some of the same, but like, as always with Kari, you see like the organizing of plane tickets uh, arriving in in London, doing the touristy thing. There's a shot uh, just chilling in the hotel room, flicking through Netflix, <laughs> stopping at a cartoon, brows furrow slightly. Call you see him making a phone call to Annabelle with a serious expression, and then hanging up and carrying on. Cuts to being in the museum. I think because obviously there's a lot of overlap with uh, Davy's stuff. And it's um, him trying to look at the generator and trying to figure out why it's working, uh, why it isn't working. And um, and another shot of him gathering up a bunch of stuff from one of the cafes and bringing it up to the library and making sure people are eating. Yeah. That's where we are. Cool beans. <laughs> Literally, our toes are cold. Um, I'm wearing socks. My toes are yeah. cold. <laughs> I have socks and leg warmers on right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in case you haven't heard our earlier Karma games, and you should, uh, at least this one for some context for who these characters are, but also uh, the other arcs, which are very good too. Um, we have our opening scenes, and then as we go... Um, we'll take turns framing a scene, um, what's happening, who's there. And then one of the other players gets to introduce a complication. Um, and when the complication is delivered, the person whose scene it is will make a complication role to determine how the scene comes out. When you are, when you offer up a complication, you get to say a negative and a positive outcome. And then the framing player um, is trying to get the outcome that they want by rolling some dice. Then, yeah. The five scenes each? Yes, five scenes each. Okay. <clears throat> so, Dora. I suppose we should establish, are there any other NPCs with us? Obviously, I'm assuming Dr. Dahlia, is it Dahlia or Delia? Sorry, Dahlia? Dahlia. Dr. Dahlia Black. So I'm assuming she's here. Have we got like a security guard, I'm guessing, that works for the museum? Probably. Like, were we um were we there like after hours uh, or like during during regular operating museum hours when the power went out? I assume it was like when the snowstorm hit, we maybe like couldn't right. leave. So I assume it was like after usual hours. So like skeleton, like the cafes had shut and been cleaned mm -hmm. down for the day. So I assume we've got at least maybe one security guard with us because I can't see just like one member of staff 
being relied on to lock up. So, yeah, I mean, for our sanity with managing NPCs, I definitely <laughs> think it should have been after hours. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we have NPC security guard. I'm going to quickly um, rustle something up. Where are we writing down our NPCs? Um, at the bottom of the dock, maybe? Or underneath the world building questions? Uh, yeah, underneath. The world building, yeah. God, all I can think of is fucking Magnus Archives stuff. This is because that's <laughs> all I'm doing right now is reading Magnus Archives fic. <laughs> um, okay, this security guard is Will Peterson. S-O-N or S-O-N? Uh, S-O-N. Um, he can pronouns, and it's played by Toby Stevens. <laughs> uh, so, uh, white guy, sort of strawberry blonde, reddish hair, freckles, blue eyes, strong dad energy. Alrighty. Ah, beans. It's my my turn mm-hmm. again. Um, would it be too complicated for us all to be in the scene? Maybe we're we're on a uh, cafe foraging expedition. <laughs> For sure. <the> forage. <laughs> and uh, we're... Did we say where the the Robert Smirk exhibit is? Um, looking at the map, I'm imagining on the ground floor where the visiting exhibits are. Uh, so either the blue one or the red one on the map on level zero. Okay. So near the cafes or that big cafe, because I'm assuming we're not going to go to the garden cafe. Yeah. The, no. the, the Morris Gamble and Pointer Rooms is part of the cafe. So, okay. And then we've got the garden there so we can see out into the central thing as well. Okay. So it's not totally inconceivable that we would uh, at the very least need to pass by the the staircase that's being renovated to get to the big oh, cafe yeah, yeah imagine looking at the map of zero we would have had to go along all the way to the left or all the way to the right to get a staircase down that we could go down and that would involve passing the big staircase and then when we hit the ground floor we have to go past the robert smirk exhibit and the big staircase again to get to the cafe good <laughs> so obviously i vote that we go all the way to the right uh Map-wise, so we have to pass the staircase and the smirk ex- exhibit, and then the staircase again to get to the cafe. I, Marius definitely wouldn't be leading, though. Uh, would Davy be in front, or well, actually, no. Marius has been spending more time here than either of y'all have, so mm-hmm. maybe they would be leading this. I know, but if you call it a foraging expedition, I feel like that's something Davy would call it, just to make it more <laughs> amusing. <laughs> fair is this during the day is it just got that weird sort of ambient light coming in through the windows or is this nighttime is this evening i would imagine that if they can help it they don't want to go out at night just to keep like the heat inside and then also Mm -hmm. it might be a little spooky (laughs) also preserving battery power on the uh quote-unquote torches Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, I think, uh, 
Marius is probably grumbling about having to come along because they don't want to spend the, the precious daylight hours away from what they're supposed to be working on. Because obviously we have to preserve the, the batteries for if something happens at night. You'll have plenty um, of daylight hours throughout the rest of the day. It's fine. It's just going to be like 10 minutes at most. I suppose. Besides, I wanted to make sure we got something you liked this time. While we still have a choice in the matter. At least we don't have to worry about the perishables going over. No. I'm just like, let our breath. And I imagine it's cold enough inside that there is the misting of breath once we get down to this level, for sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. And the footsteps sort of echo across the marble and tile floors. I think, you know, they go down the stairs and they're passing by the exhibit and Marius kind of slows down a little bit. Like, they don't stop and poke their head in or anything, but they do slow down a little bit to kind of, like, glance in the door. Because uh, it looks like it's it's three separate rooms, but with two entrances. Mm. Um, So, like, just uh, glancing in uh the first room of the exhibit just because it's like you know they have noticed you know like with the character building questions they have noticed something going on so like there's the part of them that is just like compulsively checking uh to see if things are uh if things are shifting around uh when they're not looking um and I think Davy's just kind of bouncing around on the balls of his feet to like keep moving, but just walks past without even giving it a second glance. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah, Marius continues on, uh, and uh, then we pass by the the renovated or being renovated staircase. Um, maybe there's just like you know those those heavy. Uh, plastic tarps mm-hmm. uh, hanging from the ceiling that we have to push aside to get mm-hmm. through. And of course, since it's a, an internal staircase, it's uh, very, very dark. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a complication because this feels like a good moment for there to be one. Mm-hmm. I've just been listening to that video of the singing ice in the background mm-hmm. just for some ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. It's like, wow, this would suck to be like listening to this 24-7 while stuck in a museum. Okay, here's the thing. Right, we passing through the little, the top, the heavy plastic tops. Um, And the complication is when you're for the, you're in between like the two layers of plastic, as it were, like on the two, two corners. And when you're in there, Marius, you stop hearing the ice sounds, which we've sort of kind of gotten used to by this point almost. And you can't hear the wind outside. And you can't hear the footsteps of Kari or Davy. <laughs> <laughs> 